You're listening to the Movie of the Week podcast, a podcast about movies which we review every week or until they shut us down. Welcome to another episode of the Movie of the Week podcast. I'm Jim. This is Drew. And this is Jacob. Sit back and relax as we talk about this week's movie, Tenet. Armed with only one word, Tenet, and fighting for the survival of the entire world, a protagonist journeys through a twilight world of international espionage on a mission that will unfold in something beyond real time. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Movie of the Week podcast. Joining me today is a man who uh, sometimes sees backward in time, Jacob. I don't know what you're talking about. This is all kind of weird, man. <laughs> Why, thank you. Why, like, introduce our co-host, a man who... It's just our protagonist. Welcome, Drew. Boy, that took a lot of creative thoughts. <laughs> yes, that, ladies and gentlemen, you are not mishearing. This is not the Cellcast. This is Movie of the Week podcast. But unfortunately, Jim was not able to uh, watch the movie we're reviewing today before uh, we had to we have we had to record an episode for it. Because uh, apparently his movie theater was only showing the movie on weekends, and he couldn't get there, and then, because, you know, of COVID and all that other garbage. So, yeah. It's just me and Jacob today. Yeah. And we're going to talk about uh, the movie that was supposed to get the theaters back open, and apparently didn't. Yeah. But anyway, we enjoyed the movie, I believe. Yes. So, let's jump into the spoiler-free section and uh, about this movie, and uh, see what we can do. Fine. Yeah. So... I went into this movie mainly because I wanted to see it because I did not know we were actually going to record an episode. Okay. Because I don't think it was on any of the original schedules. I, th- we, I think we, it. I think it was. I think originally was it? what? Yeah, originally well, it was. I wanted to see it anyway, and so I saw it at Times Square about three weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, and would have enjoyed it more had the idiots children behind me. Who had seen the movie and couldn't shut up would have just shut up for about long enough for me to keep up with what's going on. Now, keep in mind, I still enjoyed the movie. Yeah. I just was about five seconds the entire time of standing up, turning around, and yelling at these children. (laughs) And by children, I do mean about 17, 18. Teenagers. Like I said, children. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would have hated to be called that at the time, but I understand why adults want to call people that age children. (laughs) But uh, I enjoyed the movie. It is a standard Christopher Nolan kind of head scratcher. Yeah, just a little bit. But it's not as head scratchy as some of his other stuff. Right. Um, I will say, if you get when you go to get a chance to watch the movie, if you hadn't yet, pay attention to pretty much everything because there's a lot here. There is. And it will come back and be very helpful if you've been following. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my spoiler-free thoughts. Go watch the movie. It's a fun movie. Uh, definitely go into it with your brain on. Just do not go in expecting this to be uh, Inception or Interstellar or any of the other big Christopher Nolan wow-you kind of movies. Yeah. That's my thoughts. What are your thoughts on this? Okay. I'm going to first off by saying... Very timey-wimey. Yeah. 
<laughs> that might be a little on the spoilery side, but we'll keep going. Maybe just a little bit. Maybe a little bit. I, I think they they show that in the trailers a little bit. A little bit. A little I mean, bit. You do see them. They do talk about in the trailers about the bullets firing backwards. Words. But yeah, how exactly, or how and why exactly that's happening, they don't get, get yeah. explained in the trailers. Yeah, that goes extre- extremely expanded onto the film. I mean, heck, when I first saw the trailer, I assumed they were ha- the guy had gotten had superpowers that allowed him to do that. That's what I thought. So, yeah. Okay, so I watched this movie on the 8th of October, uh, the day before we recorded this. And I basically had a theater to myself, except for two young ladies sitting in front of me. Lucky dog. (laughs) Pun Uh, intended. Yes. (laughs) But I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Like Drew said, it's one of those movies you have to pay attention to everything going on. Because you can miss a beat right there. Or, let me back up. You can miss a beat, and then you're going to be completely lost. There are moments where it's like, okay, what's going on? And you have to orient yourself mm-hmm. really quickly. Overall, it's a fantastic film. It's Christopher Nolan doing his Nolan thing and just killing it. The We'll get into spoiler spoilers in a minute, but just, man, go watch this. Go yes. watch it in theaters. Uh, give your local theater some love. And Especially go at show this time. It. Exactly. Go show them love. Be like, if it's wearing a mask, not wearing a mask, go watch the film. Go to theaters. It's if, amazing. If they're open, go to the theater. That's the nicest way, the easiest way we can put that. Exactly. So let's go ahead and jump into our spoiler section of this. Mm-hmm. The following is a spoiler-filled review for the movie Tenet. Listener discretion is advised. So, Tenet. A movie that plays the same way forwards as it does backwards, but Ex- without with the uh, context completely rearranged. Exactly. So, uh, how do you want to start this off? Oh. I really don't know cuz be like you you think you think about be like our 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 perception of time. Our perception mm-hmm. of time is so it's linear obviously. Yes. But in this film everything is reversed. Be like no, when Well, not everything, not, but there's not everything. a lot that is. The time aspect does kind of mess with your mind. Yeah. And I would say while you're watching the movie, what you're seeing does make sense once you understand yeah, what's once going you get, on. Yeah, it gives it the full context at the very end. The problems arise after the movie is done and you're in the car driving home and you're thinking about what you just saw and you realize, now wait a minute. There's some, there's some really weird spots that I don't know if they're plot holes or not. Yeah. But they do... They are questions the movie does not answer... Okay. Such as, uh, at what point did Robert Pattinson know? Yeah, that, uh, that was a good idea. That, that, that this guy had... That's the thing. This Robert Pattinson either A, knew from the very beginning who the guy was, mm-hmm. and didn't know why... Uh, didn't know that he didn't know, but was still playing it safe. 
or he did not know until a certain point in the movie because there was a short time there where Robert Pattinson was gone like between missions yeah and then by that time that could have been an entirely different I keep saying Robert Pattinson yeah because I don't remember the, I don't remember Neo. the character's name Neo Neo that's the guy from the Matrix yeah it's Neo it's Keanu Reeves yeah it's still Neo come up with a better name <laughs> Edward Cullen. No, that's even worse. <laughs> no. Diggory. No. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, my, my thought is on that, because at the very end, um, Neo does say to protagonist, because we never get his name. Yeah. It's like, it's like yeah, I, I think this is the end of a very, a very beautiful friendship, but I'll see you on the other side, because... Neo yeah. knew the entire time, right? And that's the that's, that is the thing for our protagonist. Mm-hmm. He still has to learn of the friendship. Oh yeah. So while Robert Pattinson is knows what happened and mm-hmm. knows kind of what's going to happen, yeah, he still got to learn it. The what this reminds me of is uh, a, a character from Doctor Who. Okay. I know that's a surprise considering time travel, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey, and all that. Right. But there's a character in there by the name of Dr. Riversong mm-hmm. who, in the first time we meet her, she gets killed. Yeah. And then we have more adventures with her later. Yeah. And that then was every a... time they meet up, they have to say, okay, where have we done this yet? Have we done this yet? Yeah. And throughout it, you, you see her and the doc. Spoilers for Doctor Who. Her and the doctor get married. You find out who her parents are. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would actually be Rory and uh, Amy. Oh, yeah, that's right. And while they name their kid Melody Pond, mm-hmm. and uh, because the baby was stolen from them early on, yeah, the only name the kid knew was what was written on, uh, what was embroidered onto a. Uh, on essentially a blanket, yeah, but it was embroidered by uh, an, someone from another planet that's mostly a forest mm-hmm. in which there wasn't a river mm-hmm. or was, there wasn't a pond, yeah. And they got the name backwards, and they the way the translation hit, it went from Melody Pond to River Song, Song. yeah. Which when that happened, it blew my oh yeah, I mind. saw that. I was oh my gosh, they went there. That was yeah. that was incredible. And, so. This is what it reminds me of, except Absolutely. we're looking at what might be the best, uh, be- the the male best friend adve- uh, adventuring team, because the, the the two guys get along beautifully. They both know how to talk to each other yeah. without spoiling the experience for either one of them. Exactly. And the fact that um, the fact that this movie does end with his death, with Robert Pattinson's death, Neo's death. Uh, which, in, one, in one part of the timeline, it does. No, it does end because we actually see. Yeah, we his back. Cause, we cause see his we, backpack. When we get down into when we get down into the the area that's got the turnstile. Yeah, the turnstile is what allows them to move backwards and forwards through yeah. time. Make that shift. Yeah, uh, you see a dead body that has the key to a grenade. Mm-hmm. You don't see who that person is yeah, at first, and, and so we, and, but you see them stand back up at one point, go and 
you know, blow up the turnstile somehow. Yeah. I don't... Some of those, like I said, there's questions that come up. Yeah. Like all wibbly-wobbly stories do. So somehow he had to so go back and die... And, but we did not know it was him until the very end, where yeah. there's three of us saying, oh, hey, we all survived. Uh, actually, I still need to go down there. Bye, guys. It's like, no, don't do that. Change time. Well, yeah. if you, and that's the thing. They don't show if time can actually change. They just make sure time goes the way it's supposed to. Yeah. Because they don't want time to change. Yeah. Uh the story has some issues with that continuity-wise, and I'll mm. admit to some degree, I may have missed something with the little voices talking behind me. That could have been. Throughout most of the movie. So you probably got a better idea of what was going on than I did, but I still enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the concept. Yeah. I recognize that there's problems, but uh, it's still, it was still an enjoyable movie. The only problem I have is the protagonist is so plain and so uninteresting yeah that i just don't care if he survives or not and plus he's pretty much invincible the whole movie pretty much pretty much i, I would say be like he's he's the actor whom i i can't remember his name but be like he does a phenomenal job for what he's given he'll be like he's 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 the guy that he's james bond in a way but travels through time mm-hmm. <laughs> or doesn't realize he's traveling through time until much later on, which is a very interesting sequence of events. Yes. Um, let's jump onto the villain real fast because when we, we first meet Robert Pattinson's character, Neo, mm-hmm. I was truly convinced. Okay. Neo is a villain because we get our, our heroine or, our, um, uh, I don't want to call her a damsel in distress because she's not a damsel in distress. She's a, she's a woman in trouble. Especially not by the end of the movie. But yeah, definitely by the end of the movie. Uh, so we get the silhouette of our bad guy, and it looks like Robert Patton's character. I'm like, okay, he's the villain. No, he's not the villain. We're talking about Andre Sator, played by Kenneth Branagh. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Kenneth Branagh. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, Hercule Poirot. Yeah. Poirot. I said his name wrong. Yeah. And and the director of Thor was the villain of this movie. Yes. Thinking about it, I did not quite. I didn't get the whole. Uh, not kidna- that, that matters. I, I didn't get the connection. But in, either that way, doesn't matter for the movie. So let's yeah, it move. doesn't matter. But either way, uh, that is a be like his portrayal as our our our, uh, our antagonist is mm-hmm. so well believable. Yeah, I mean, like just the 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 fact that he wants to get all these these um these keys in a way to. Uh, his uh his ultimate objective is to destroy the world because he's dying of cancer. Right. And he's he's a narcissist to the fact be like if I can't have it no one can. Just like his just like he, he has this possession over his wife or everything around him mm-hmm. is his possession. And so if he can't have the world no one can. And so he's going to destroy time itself. Right. And so it's our protagonist job aka he doesn't have a name his name yeah. is protagonist literally in the credits that's yeah his name the yeah. protagonist and apparently he's the guy he's orchestrated the entire thing right which was, i'm gonna go out on a limb i'm saying the protagonist's name is tenant that's that's what i was gonna call him i was gonna call him tenant <laughs> but um 
Just, even though the name Tenet is chosen primarily because it's a portman not portmancha a uh, what do you call that where the word reads the same way backwards and forwards palindrome yeah palindrome thank you it's a palindrome this movie itself is a palindrome in Agreed. some ways except it doesn't read exactly the same way frontwards and backwards yeah because we are seeing it from different contexts and we don't actually get to see the original uh, version of the events on the sailing ship until uh, the very end. Until the very end, well, yeah, because we don't get to see her perspective. We don't know mm-hmm. about all. We only reason we know that there was that something happened is she says she remembered seeing a woman jumping off the ship. Yeah, we don't actually get to see that until the very end when she jumps off the ship at the end. Yeah. Yeah, my thought. My thought is she actually saw herself jump. Yeah, she did see herself jump. Yeah, but she did not know she was seeing herself jump. Yeah, exactly. she didn't know that was possible. She just saw a fem- female form jump off. Yeah, much like uh, the protagonist Tenet mm-hmm. did not see, uh, did not realize that the soldier that he shot nearly shot in the uh, oh yeah was himself in the turnstile was actually himself he was fighting himself he did yeah, not know that yeah that was such an amazing scene yeah just you know break down the scene itself the fact that we have Tennant and Robert Patton's character Neo break have to break into a vault in order to obtain a a certain part of this I think it's called a key right pretty much I believe that's correct Actually, it's Neil, not Neo. Oh, Neil. I almost thought it was Neo. <laughs> Neil makes more sense. Okay, yeah, Neil makes a lot more sense. So, Neil. Neil. Yeah. Uh, so, we get the setup of Neil and protagonist have to break into the bank, get this key, and all of a sudden he is... Tenet is, atta- is attacked by this unknown soldier... And apparently he can, um, oh, what's the word? Um, be like, he's, he's inverted. Yeah. He's time inverted, which I thought was a fantastic. I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, wait, he's doing everything backwards. Mm-hmm. He's inverted. And it's like, how in the world is this happening? Yeah. Cause at that point we didn't know people could be inverted. Yeah. We all we only all... knew the bullets could be. Yeah. And objects. Yeah. And so we're like, we get this amazing fight scene and then... What is Robert Patton's character's name again? Neil. Neil. And so Neil goes running after him, or goes running after another version of him. Right. And Except we don't. Neil probably does know that that. Oh yeah, because he probably Tenet probably told him this story. Possibly. So he that would makes be prepared sense. So that if he ever saw the the, the events play out, he yeah. would know not to tell his old prior self anything. Yeah. The past is the past. Tell the tell him everything, but say, "Hey, if this ever happens, act like I don't know what's going on because I don't." Yeah, there has to be something in order to explain why Neil does not know. Neil does not accidentally spill something. Oh yeah, at the beginning of this, something has to tell him that, and I'm assuming maybe his orders said, "Hey." Go meet up with Tenant. He doesn't know what's going on. Play it cool. Yeah. And you know, something along those something lines. Along like those that. lines. The the movie itself has you know this great chemistry of 
um, doing four time and inverted time mm-hmm. where we have like towards the end of the film be like everything's going to get nuts oh yeah there's the, an entire battle where half the combatants are going backwards in time yeah while the other half is going forwards forward. in time yeah and you're watching you're going huh how did you film this because everything else I can kind of see maybe they filmed it forwards with the stunt double yeah and then filmed it backwards with another stunt double mm-hmm. and just you know did it right but in this you right. got you had to have people running backwards half the time in yeah. real time not reversed film like I assume the special effect for this was actually that was just reversing oh yeah in the film yeah there's there's a lot there's a lot in this film like there again Nolan has a eye for cinematography oh yeah like and this film it, is it's gorgeous amazing, it's amazing how this works so well from the from both directions yeah when you know what's going on and when you don't know what's going on when you're following the forward time and then mm. you're following the reverse time and you're going yeah Oh yeah, it's that thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, they're there. Oh, now they have to wait for. They actually have to somehow time it so that they can go in bef- after the plane wrecks the building, but before they come out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like my brain hurts, <laughs> and not just because the kids behind me won't shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep harping on the kids behind me right. shutting up. To me, that was almost a plot point. <laughs> Because that's how often they were talking. Wow. I mean, there was a great part in the movie where they all ran outside the front of the building and were gone for like half an hour. It's like, I know what's going on in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. Yeah. um, I will say the music in this does not do it for me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know part of it is the music is actually playing... It goes forward in one direction, and you can it actually yeah. shifts back and forth, going forward mm-hmm. and going in reverse. Exactly, which is cool and interesting in some way, but at the same time, you can't it, because of the way they do it, so that it fits. Mm-hmm. It's a very, I mean, I didn't check who the composer was for this movie, but it was not Hans. It does not no, sound like Hans. It's Zimmer. not Zimmer. It is what? It's not Zimmer. Yeah, it's not Zimmer. And this guy was not used. But the guy sounds like uh, Nolan told him to write the music like Hans Zimmer would write it. Yeah, because it, it sounds like a Zimmer piece. It sounds like Zimmer, but it's not, and it's not as good as a Zimmer piece. Yeah. it It's very much, it's it's still got kind of like the one no Inception bah, kind of a thing yeah. to it. Except it's the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, can y'all not do that? It's... It just didn't work. Yeah, I I, under, I understand the fact that how the the music itself timed it, timed itself with the uh, the events going on. Yeah, and it was very. It's it's one of those films that like watching in theater is going to be great. Yes, but watching it in a home theater is going to be Might okay. Be it's so yeah. Stop and think. Say, hey, what now? What's going on? Yeah, but <laughs> I'm talking sound wise. Oh yeah, yeah. sound wise because. The, the fact to be like everything shook like how how well the sound mm-hmm. the sound mixes on this thing because Nolan with sound and his music is so yeah. I think uh, and the fact that you actually can, yeah. you have good they have sound effects that work going forwards and backwards yeah. and they'll go off like right next to each other and it doesn't at no point draws you out of the movie 
because that could have been done very wrong if it wasn't done right. You exactly. Know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So I think we I think we touched on most of what's going on. Uh, the I can't remember the uh, the the woman's name for the life of me at the moment. Cat. Yeah. So we understand Cat's situation. She's in a terrible relationship with our antagonist, and she all she wants to do is be with her boy. That's all she wants. Yeah. And like it's the conclusion that is very good. The fact that protagonist is the the guy behind everything. Yes. Like he's he's the he one He hired the people who would betray him later. Yeah, exactly. Which was like it's okay, genius, but at the same time it's like, huh? Well, he knew that that he he knew that when the time came they'd be taken out. Yeah. It would not be a problem. Mm-hmm. But then that's the question that comes to my mind. Yeah. Obviously, at some point there's two protagonists in the organization. Mm-hmm. Probably for a lot of times, and probably more than two, yeah, because they're going backwards and forwards so often. Uh-huh. There's probably we could have seen the same guy in the movie in the same shot, yeah, ten different times and not known it, yeah. Which means there's probably ten different versions of her, ten different versions of Robert Pattinson. The only person we're fairly certain there's not more than two, yeah, is Cat because yeah. she's not actually in the organization. She just got pulled in for a short bit, yeah. So, assuming she doesn't have to do something with the organization later. Yeah, who knows. But, overall, this was a really good film. Really good film that, at times, made you scratch your head. Yeah. And at the very end, it's okay, you get this nice conclusion to everything, for the most part. And... It's not wrapped up cleanly. No, it's not. you can't wrap up a time travel story like this that cleanly. There's always going to be some question, because our brains do not work that way. Yeah. And that includes the writer and directors of the movie. There's going to be something that someone's going to ask a question about later on. Right. I think it does a good job with what it's given, but I think the biggest problem this movie has is it's a great concept. Yeah. The characters are bland. Hmm. I don't... Don't get me wrong. The protagonist, A, doesn't have a name. Yeah. Reality. His character is invincible for most of the movie. Robert Pattinson is definitely acting more than he did as Edward Cullen, but... Well, uh, Robert Pattinson has become a really, really yeah, he's good a really actor. Good actor. He's, I was actually blown away by his performance, but he still had... He was probably the most interesting character yeah. in the movie, and even then, he was not any more interesting than the role would have been... I think normally because he's kind of just the backup. The, he's he's the sidekick yeah. who actually happens to know more than what's going on. He yeah. has, we don't really know his story at all. We don't know the protagonist's story before this. Yeah. Other than he was an operative and he mm. passed a test that they knew he was going to pass. Yeah. Um, we don't know. The only thing we really know about the, the our villain is that he's a narcissist. Yeah. And we do at least get his backstory about how he was brought into this because. Uh, someone sent him a. Uh, he was the only one who would do the work in this town. Yeah, his Russia, hometown. His hometown. The only one is he found this thing and he found out how to go forwards and backwards. Yeah. By the enemy. Mm-hmm. That's all we're told they are is yeah. the enemy. We, for all we know, it's the same stinking organization. Yeah. It's just they've been doing it so long they don't care anymore. Yeah. There's 
mystery back there, but it's not ever explained yeah. or even hinted at because our villain is that guy. Okay, so to help with the... Because uh, there, there's a lot of context where we, we kind of jumped around a little bit. The fact just to be like, like the movie does. Just like the movie does. The fact that um, there are people in the future have made this technology in order for for a inversion to happen. Yeah. And so we... And so they've all come back in time. Yeah. And it, however long that time took to get there. Yeah. But here's the thing. If Tenet... For our, if the protagonist is the yeah. one in charge of the organization, that means it's within 60 years. Possibly, yeah. Possibly shorter than that. Yeah. Possibly, I would actually estimate 10 years. Because, as far as we can tell, they still age even when they're going backwards. Yeah. They don't get younger. They get, yeah. they, they're get aging at the same rate they would be if they had been going forward the right. whole time. Which means... Within 10 years' time, if he's been doing that long enough, mm-hmm. he could be an old man. Yeah. What I'm referring to is the original people who, you know, created the the, uh, the, right. the what clocks. I, what I'm saying is if the Our original keys. people who made the that stuff, that could only, that might be within 10 years of, quote-unquote, the present. Yeah. Because the where this is taking place... The people have to have survived all the going forwards and backwards with just their standard rate of time. Yeah, because they're still rel- relative to themselves. Yeah, time is still going forward at the same pace. Right. Yes, they go backwards, but they go backwards at the same rate time. They, they go backwards at the same rate times goes forward for everybody else. Yeah. So if it takes you ten years to go forward in order to get back to that same spot you've got to wait another 10 years to come back yeah so and that time you would have aged 20 years yeah that's a lot of time that is a lot of time and that could have been ha- and if he's if they're doing that all the time right you could easily age relative to your yourself 60 years in less than 10 years of actual time true which is why I'm saying I think the future people mm-hmm. are less than ten years uh, in the future. In the future, okay, that makes sense. That's it's tiny wimey to think of it that way. Yeah, exactly. And I had to explain it, explain it a lot. Yeah, but it's just a weird way that goes. And I think part of that, the fact that it's a tiny wimey story, right? And the fact that it's, um. It's a, it's a much very much a th- it's almost an art house film. Agreed. More than I would say a blockbuster film, and I think to some degree that's why we did not see so many. One of the many reasons I should say were theaters at, le- at least where the theaters are open to see. It. I think that's why we didn't see them make a whole lot of money back on this mm. movie. In that because one, along with having you know L A and New York. Yeah, still being st- shut down, which right. are as much as we hate to admit it, they are the biggest, uh, the biggest markets right. in the United States. They're still those theaters are still shut down as even as we speak, and the people and everywhere else, everyone else could go to the movie and it would not make as much of a dent. Yeah, and would not make as much money. And yeah, it's it's your biggest but, markets. But even without the biggest markets, 
if you were not even considering them, I, you still didn't see a flock of people going back to the movie theater no. to see this. For one thing, I don't think half the people even knew it was coming. Yeah. And the second thing, it's not a it's not the kind of thing that would drive a lot of people back into the theater because the, the the trailers couldn't explain what was going on or they would spoil the movie. Agreed. It's not like if it had been uh Black Widow that had gotten everyone back in where the trailers have not, they've not told the story but they, they're there to get you excited where I'm still excited to see Black Widow whenever it comes out at this right. point but Tenet I was not excited to go in there I was ex- to, to see the movie mm-hmm. I was interested because it's a Nolan film and I'll pretty much go see a Nolan film because it's sure to be a uh, intelligent and fun Art, artsy kind of movie, mm-hmm. the kind of thing I can really dig my teeth into. Right. But I don't go into it expecting blockbuster. Yeah. And this is not the kind of even Nolan film that would blow you away, really. I mean, there's some, like I said, there's some time travel aspects, but I watched Doctor Who for 10 years. There's not much you can blow my mind away with at this mm. point. Gotcha. <laughs> so I think that's part of the issue. Okay. But anyway, any more thoughts before we jump into ratings? Um, no, not really. All right, I'm giving this one four stars. Okay, it's I would might rate it, a, it, it on a second viewing. It might go up to four point five if I can go in without having interruptions interruptions behind me the whole time. But even with those interruptions, the movie did a phenomenal job of. Explaining its lore, explaining yeah. the history, and still kind of catching me off guard that, oh, he's the one in charge of the organization. And then all that, how it recontextualized. And there were some aspects where it's like, oh, I didn't catch that. That was this guy. Mm-hmm. Even after I knew anyone you see could be uh, you from a different time. Yeah. Even after I understood that, for the most part, the movie is still, like I said, I give it a four. Uh, it's just a, it's a good intellectual romp. Mm-hmm. It's just not, you know, the greatest thing since sliced cheese. It's still good. It's that's why I'm giving it a four. But yeah, it's just not, you know, great. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. All right, so I'll give it a four point five. Um, So the fact the movie works incredibly well forwards and backwards. You have uh, a protagonist who is protagonist or tenant is going through the experience, doesn't really know who to trust, has a villain who is out to destroy the world, and he also has a kind of a lady interest, but at the same time it's not really. Mm-hmm. But it's just a very interesting story development, very interesting story beats and twists and turns. You think it's this, but then it turns into this, and it's like, okay, Tenet was the guy the entire time. And I just found it very intriguing and very uh, captivating. That was just so beautifully well executed that just that needs to be watched needs to be watched again and so it's a 4.5 for me all right well uh 
This is just how it ends, isn't it? Hold on. All right. So all I have to, all I have to say, we live in a twilight world. And no, I'm not talking about vampires. Thank goodness. <laughs> so I guess join us for the next episode where hopefully Jim will be back with us. I don't know what we'll be talking about, especially since I have no idea what order these episodes are going to come out in. Mm-hmm. But uh, join us then. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Movie of the Week podcast. If you'd like to follow Jim, you can find me at on Facebook and Twitter as Passive Creative or on Instagram as Passive Creator. This is Drew, and you can follow me on my photo bin on Facebook. It's at Drew's Photo Bin. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759, where I try to leave a review of every single movie we review. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can find Jacob on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. You can also find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. You can also listen to our sibling show that Jacob and I are on at thecellcast.podbean.com, where we review animated movies. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Please remember the opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and are those of the creators alone. At the end of the day, the only opinion that matters on whether or not you should watch a movie or whether you enjoy it is your own. As always, thank you for listening to the Movie of the Week podcast.